Greetings and blessings, dear friends in the spirit. One, one, one. It's Eddie Louisi. How are you? How was your week? Today's talk I'm calling Planting Seeds and Watering. But before I do my readings, I have four different things I need to make little announcements or gratitude uh, announcements. Um, today, Saturday, I'm recording this Saturday morning, um, June 18th. Um, a Geno Foundation and my dear friend Jamel Patterson, they're having a big festival, fun day, music day, games day at Rockland Lake from 1 o'clock, I think, to 7 or 8 o'clock. A Geno Foundation. I'll put it down on the bottom. So um, if you can't make it or if you don't live anywhere by Rockland or you saw this too late, at any time you could go to the website and make a donation. They, they're an organization that creates funds and then they drill boreholes, water holes in different parts of Africa and, and other nations. So, and my dear friend Lee Farber, who's a musician and an organizer, um, he's helping her out with the, the music acts. So blessings to that. Rev Steph and Jubilation, a gospel group of many years. I'm not sure the exact number, but um, tomorrow, no, today they're having a celebration in Newark, New Jersey. They're retiring the name, Rev Steph and Jubilation. So God bless you and all the years of ministry and music. Tomorrow, Sunday. So I'm going to record this today and I'm going to post it in some platforms, but tomorrow it will go out to a lot more places. But tomorrow's is Juneteenth Day. So God bless all with Juneteenth. And happy Father's Day tomorrow or today, depending on when you're seeing this, is Father's Day. I received my card from my sister, Joyce, who always sends cards. She's a big card person, Hallmark person. And the reading in there says, you're a wonderful brother and friend. So it's no surprise that you're a wonderful father too. Your kindness, caring, devotion, and love are an inspiration. And especially today, hope you feel how much you're appreciated and loved in return. Happy Father's Day. So I send out a happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures in people's lives. Um, living, deceased, and fathers not even born yet. <laughs> How's that? Okay, so this is called Planting Seeds and Watering. Season 3, Episode 4. I'm going to read from Daily Practice, Sacred Reading, and Meditation. Don't try to force anything. Let life be a deep let go. See God opening millions of flowers every day without forcing the buds. That was received from Bhangwan Sri Raj Rajneesh. Asho, Dying for Enlightenment. So I'm going to read now. I made some Xerox copies here. I have a, a reflection book that my dear friend Tony Rossi of the Christophers gives me every January 1st. And it's called Three Minutes a Day, Christopher Books. And usually there's a, a reflection for each day. Once in a while, he'll have part one, part two, whatever. This one was June 6th to June 9th, parts 1 to 4. And I really liked it a lot. I wanted to share that with you. Hidden Heroes. Oh, and Jamel and my friend Lee and Rev Steph. They are all Hidden Heroes also. 
Mark Shriver's mother founded Special Olympics for young people with disabilities. In college, Mark tutored underprivileged kids to give them a better chance at success in life. And for 18 years, he's worked to bring food and education to American youngsters in poverty through Save the Children. Those experiences combined with the faith and values he was taught by his parents gave Mark an awareness that some of his country's greatest people are the unheralded help, helpers in our families and communities. And so Mark has now written a seek and find book for children called Ten Hidden Heroes. During a Christopher Close-Up interview, Mark explained... These are the folks that make our communities whole. Moms and dads, the person at the grocery store, the kid who is cleaning the snow off cars for senior citizens. You see in the book Special Olympic athletes, best buddies participants, kids that are in a wheelchair or have a disability, participating in raising money for the homeless or helping those that are hungry. Those role models need to be celebrated. And from Romans 12, 6, we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. And the little prayer, help me appreciate the hidden heroes in my life, Abba. Part two, both of Mark Shriver's parents, Special Olympics founder Eunice Kennedy Shriver and Peace Corps founder Sergeant Shriver, attended Mass together every day, so his own Catholic faith was impacted by the way they practiced theirs. That's why his children's book, Ten Hidden Heroes, implicitly celebrates the corporal works of mercy, which include feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, sheltering the homeless, and visiting those in prison. And Jamel with a general foundation, drilling boreholes, giving water to people in nations that don't have clean water. Regarding that last point, the book includes an image of a tutoring program for people that are in prison because Mark wanted to show that people who are in prison have made a mistake, but we believe in redemption and forgiveness. The book also takes an ecumenical approach to the, to the good that is accomplished by people from different religions. Mark told the Christophers that it is important to recognize the positive difference faith can make when we put aside our differences, our animosities that separate us from them. And I think all the great religions are trying to pull us towards God. From Micah 6.8, what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness? Little prayer, guide me in living out your works of mercy, Jesus. Part three, regarding his own work helping those in poverty, Mark Shriver notes that he never had a soul on the road to Damascus moment that inspired him. Instead, said Mark, my parents very consciously educated us from the get-go. 
doing outreach, delivering turkeys around Thanksgiving, bringing us out even on vacations to see what was going on across the country that we were visiting. So we were exposed to not just sitting on a beach, but actually understanding what was going on in that community. There's also the work that I did in Upward Bound, an education program for kids that are struggling but have great skills. When I was in college at Holy Cross, they were really smart kids and with some additional assistance could realize whatever their dream was, whether it was to be a doctor or a stockbroker, a lawyer, a parent, they don't need a handout. They need a hand up. With that support, they could pursue their own dreams and that really got me fired up on this issue. From Acts 20.35, we must support the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And the little prayer, inspire me to help my fellow human beings, Creator. And it's interesting that talking about skills and helping kids, uh, my dear friend Sherry Thrower and my dear friend Chris Crane, both are musicians, and they both work with the youth to inspire them and to have classes and camps and coaching. So you guys are hidden heroes too. Part four, the last one. By the age of four, notes Mark Shriver, American children who grow up in poverty are 18 months behind children who grow up in better circumstances. That makes a big difference in their social, cognitive, and emotional development. Mark worked with actress and humanitarian Jennifer Garner to invest in children who are poor, giving them the same opportunities to enter school ready to learn. COVID made that mission even more necessary, Mark said. Many children rely on breakfast and lunch from their public school. And when the school is closed, kids go hungry. You have to fill the bellies and fill the minds. We work in rural America where there aren't the resources that you see across the country. So it's challenging, but it's been hugely rewarding because kids can pursue their dreams if they're given that helping hand. As Pope Francis says, you're planting seeds and watering. That's our theme. You may never know what seed you're planting and how it looks when it grows up. But that's a really great business to be in, helping kids. And from Deuteronomy 15.11, open your hand to the poor and needy neighbor in your land. And the little prayer, help me provide food for bodies and souls in need, Jesus. And water. Had your mouth? This is from Daily Word Unity. Expectation. Expectation keeps my mind positive and my heart full. Living in a state of expectancy (laughs) kindles a quiet excitement in my heart, keeping me passionate about my life. I expect good things, peace and prosperity, health and plenty, and my positive thoughts and feelings help create those conditions. The expectation I feel is my faith in action. I need not wait for good things to happen to feel grateful, eager, or happy. 
When I make the choice to live with a grateful, happy heart, I am creating fertile ground that encourages the seeds of joy to bloom. Any fear or trepidation I may have let may have let me stop stop me in the past is no match for the positive of expectation that keeps me confident and eager to go into the world to meet my good. And from Luke eleven one, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> Sorry. My wife's watching a bunch of these Star Wars stuff and, and all that great stuff. For anyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will be open. From Neil Donald Walsh, on this day of your life, I believe God wants you to know that all the changes occurring right now on this planet are leading to a better life for all. The movement is here going to be back to basics, back to what matters, back to our true values and families and relationships in business and commerce, in politics and in the world. Do not worry, therefore, this is the time which has been predicted and only good will come of it. Love your friend, Neil Donald Walsh. I'm going to read from Science of Mind magazine, The Seed of Perfection. Let me have a little sip of coffee in my throat. I'm going to, I'm going to cough pretty soon. And if you're home or you're in your car, you could have a coffee break too. Okay, thank you for, for waiting. Consider this. Everything around you is birthed from the seed of perfection. History, relationships, the unpredictability of human experiences, the genesis of all it is within that seed. From it blooms individuated expressions of uncompromising wholeness. That blooming is you. That blooming is everyone and everything. We are either repelled by or drawn to such spiritual precepts based on our managed belief systems regarding environment, culture, customs, and indoctrinating narratives. Woo, this is fancy words. <laughs> if we were taught that we are less than such beauty or have become habituated in believing our experience violations are irredeemable, our fears insurmountable, insurmountable, then we remain repellent to a personal reclamation of perfection. Choosing how we respond can feel exhausting. We just want the world to ease up. We want to be treated better we want to stop suffering, yet if you're willing to look behind the veil, you may realize that all of this wanting is perfect too. Holmes Wright wrote that we suffer not because suffering is imposed upon us, but because we are ignorant of our true nature. Hmm. Our true nature never ceases its beckoning. The energy of wanting can be freshly perceived as our soul's guidance to drop our striving and rest in the now. Love, no, like the tree in winter, we live in the harmony of the process. Love calls unto love to come home. 
The return isn't dependent on any unfulfilled transaction or on any need to prove or earn anything. <coughs> Excuse me. Home is a recognition. It is where we uncover that all along, as Holmes wrote, hidden perhaps from objective gaze, nestles the seed of perfection. Hidden is the seed of perfection. Hidden heroes. The affirmation, I partake in my perfection and allow it to express. Okay, so this is an image I'm going to try to show on the computer. And for you people listening on the podcast, it's a room with lots and lots and lots of bluish green balloons, like hundreds. And it says, a professor gave a balloon to every student. Oh, and also, congratulations, all the graduates, right? The end of school, is, is this is happening. Graduations are happening. God bless you all. A professor gave a balloon to every student who had to inflate it, write their name on it, and throw it in the hallway. The professor then mixed all the balloons. The students were then given five minutes to find their own balloon. Despite a hectic search, no one found their balloon. At that point, the professor told the students to take the first balloon that they found and hand it to the person whose name was written on it. Within five minutes, everyone had their own balloon. The professor said to the students, these balloons are like happiness. We will never find it if everyone is looking for it on their own. But if we care about other people's happiness, we'll find ours too. A beautiful set. I'm getting teary-eyed because I'm thinking of Jamel and Lee and the Jano Foundation. They're not looking for their own happiness. They're looking for the happiness of others. Um, Rev. Steph and Jubilation, all their years of ministry and music. They're not looking for their own happiness. They're looking for happiness of others. Um, Sherry and Chris and their music and their ministry. They're not looking for their own happiness. They're looking to share the happiness with others. Um, and all you dear friends in the spirit, one on one, I know you're doing wonderful things for other people, because that's what our ministry is about, helping others. And we're not looking for happiness for ourselves, but the happiness does come back to us. The joy does come back to us. I am going to end with the Tao De Ching of Lao Tzu. Tao gives life to all beings. Nature nourishes them. Fellow creatures shape them. Circumstances complete them. Everything in existence respects Tao and honors nature, not by decree, but spontaneously. Spontaneously. Tao gives life to all beings. Nature watches over them, develops them, shelters them, nurtures them, grows them, ripens them, completes them, buries them, and returns them. Giving birth, nourishing life, shaping things without possessing them, serving without expectation of reward, leading without dominating. These are the profound virtues of nature and of nature's best beings. 
So dear friends in the spirit, I usually write down here, wrapping it up with Eddie Luisi, but I put in my two cents within these readings. So I'm going to just say, share your faith with family and friends. Stay blessed and a blessing and cue the spirit. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth Day. Blessings to all. Thanks for listening. And please share. Thanks. Thank you.